0: Hi everybody. Welcome back to the study on the final chapter of Revelation. So today we'll be studying Revelation 22 and I believe that you have been following this Bible study and I pray that God would speak to us through His word in this final chapter. Amen. So let's pray. Have a blessing Father. We are grateful again for how you brought us together to study revelations 22 the last chapter in the book oh Lord thank you for bringing us thus far you brought us from the study of being born again to the study of Daniel study of Revelation it was very long and interesting thank you because you opened our eyes to see the secrets that you have placed in your word I give you all the praise I give you all the worship I give you all the glory even as we study we ask that your presence will come here Holy Spirit we need you to come here and speak to us through your word let everyone understand how you want us to live our lives as Christians right now and your plans for the end of the world so that we can prepare ourselves and inform our children and our generation about what, is, what will soon come to pass. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen and amen. Hi, so open your Bibles to Revelations chapter 22 and let's study together. Let's read Revelations 22 verse 1. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse but the throne of God and of the lamb shall be in it and his servants shall serve him and they shall see his face and his name shall be on their foreheads and there shall be no night there and they need no candle neither light of the sun for the Lord God giveth them light and they shall reign forever and ever so let me just explain this five verses real quick revelations 22 one to five it says that John to He, which is um, the angel with the one of the angels that carried the seven bowls of wrath, one of the bowls of wrath, he should join a pure river of water of life. Remember the water of life? The water of life is this new life which Jesus is ready to give anyone that wants to be born again so that's being born of water so water of life this water of life is what when you drink it you keep drinking the water of life and it it becomes a fountain flowing onto everlasting life hi daddy thanks for joining the bible study so we are in the last chapter of the book of Revelations, Revelations 22, and we are seeing how John saw um, a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, and in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there a tree of life which bear twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruits every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. So let me stop here. What we know in the Bible is that the Holy Spirit, when he comes into you, when Jesus gives you the Holy Spirit, you begin to bear fruit. Remember Psalms chapter 1 says that, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scumfold, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. That means this man likes to read the Bible. And when you read the word of God, it's like you are a tree planted by the river of water. So you get more of this water of life. And when it when you are full of the water of life, then it bursts out of you like a fountain. And then you begin to bear fruit. That's why in that same Psalm chapter one, it says that. Who beareth his fruit in its season, his leaves shall not wither, and all he does will prosper. So he bears the fruit in season. And what fruit is this? Those are the nine fruit of the Spirit. He bears fruit of love. Love begins to burst out of them. Instead of hatred for humankind, instead of hatred for their neighbors, the love of God begins to burst out of this individual, this person that is born of water and spirit. Joy begins to burst out of them. So, the solution to depression is to be born again. You have joy, not from your environment, not from the worldly things, but from within because of the life of Jesus, the water of life bursting out of you. Then you have peace of mind. You won't be anxious for anything. You have peace of mind. Then you have patience, patience with people. Then you have goodness and gentleness. You'll be good to people. Now, good is very relative. We have a lot of philanthropists these days that are good trying to um they are good in terms of trying to be charitable giving to the poor and you know they have a motive behind it they want to write off that cost on their taxes you know so Good, when you do good, with a motive to get something in return, that is not good in the eyes of God. So the, only, the Holy Spirit is the only one that can teach you how to do good. The good that pleases God. And sometimes when I see people looking at me and I want to do good, I don't do that good. Because that good will please my flesh. Because I will know that, oh wow, I'm doing this good because I want people to see that I'm doing good. So... The holy spirit when you walk in the spirit you will not fulfill the loss of the flesh the loss of that flesh that wants you to do good to look good right you will do good in secret and the holy spirit will guide you on how to do good so um goodness is a fruit of the spirit which you will bear if you have the holy spirit gentleness you'll be gentle and then you have you'll be meek, you'll be humble you have faith in god you believe his word and then you would be temperate in all things you'll be moderate moderation in your dressing in your spending money in the jobs you get you'll be contented with what god has given unto you you will not be hustling for money you'll be temperate and accept what god has allowed to come your way so those are the nine fruit of the spirit. but guess what this tree that john saw had 12 manner of fruits not nine, so that is where the Holy Spirit comes in, right? So, I told you that God and Jesus are going to be the temple in the New Jerusalem for us. There will be no temple, and there will be the light that will shine. There will not be any sun, there will not be any moon. And I was reading Genesis chapter 1, and it talked about God saying, Let there be light, right? Let there be light, which is Jesus. And then he now puts some switch, right? Those switches are called the sun and the moon. So the original light that lights the whole world is Jesus. The switch is the sun and the moon. So without those switches, the earth will be full of light normally, right? So the switch is the sun and the switch is the moon. And in the day, the sun receives just a a tiny amount of light from Jesus and it shines on the earth. The s- light of the sun is nothing compared to the beautiful light of Jesus and God that will shine on us in the new Jerusalem. So the sun is a switch for to regulate the amount of light from Jesus coming on the earth um, in the day, and the moon is the switch to regulate the amount of light coming from the sun. Which gets his light from Jesus in the night. So the sun and the moon are just switches to regulate that light, that original light that God um, created in the beginning. So, um, as we've seen now, uh, we saw it in Revelation 21 there will, be no need, there will be no need for the sun and the moon to regulate the light. Jesus' light will just shine on this new earth, New Jerusalem, where we will be living in. For, um, we'll be living in um, at the end of the age, and that will be our reward living in the New Jerusalem. And so, here yeah, in Revelations 22, it says that the tree of life, this tree of life, be at 12 fruits, not nine. So what are these three additional fruits? I don't know. (laughs) So these three fruits are what will make us perfect, like Jesus. Because we are not yet perfect. We still make mistakes. Maybe because we are, since we are in the world, we are working. We don't, sometimes we are not in tune with Holy Spirit and then we disobey. You know, sin is disobeying God. Disobeying anything that God says. If God says, Like he said to um, Daniel, he said, do not eat the king's food. There's nothing wrong with eating the king's food. There's nothing wrong normally. He might tell some people to eat the king's food. And he might tell some people, don't eat the king's food. There's nothing wrong with eating the king's food. But that was the instruction at that time. And if you disobey, you are defiling yourself. So anything that God says, if you disobey, that is sin so god might tell you something that tell you to do something and he would we would not permit another christian to do that same thing so sin apart from disobeying what the bible has said as you walk with god god will hold you to a higher standard so you must first of all obey everything the bible has said if you disobey that is sin in addition to that the holy spirit will now tell you more things and if you disobey that that is sin so as you go higher apart from now obeying everything that god has said in his word you have to also now obey your direct commands from the holy spirit into your life it's just interesting as you grow in christ so we might disobey the holy spirit one way or the other in our daily lives which we pray that god would lead us not into temptation deliver us from evil we pray it every day and god will forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us we pray that every day so we still make mistakes here and there on earth when we don't listen to god when we are not in tune with god and the holy spirit corrects us but the bible in Revelation 21 as we've seen before it said that no dirty thing will be living in that new Jerusalem. So how will it be that we will become this perfect, right? So I believe that those three additional fruits will make us perfect. You get it? It will make us exactly like Jesus. So, and as Paul has said it, that on that day when we will be raptured, part of the first resurrection, which is rapture, we will, um, on that day we will, become perfect like he is perfect as we as he is we will be exactly so he will perfect us <clears throat> so those are the the, uh, the effect of the three additional fruit which um, um, the tree bears and the leaves were for the healing of the nation so I've told you before that God told me that I saw a vision I was sitting down then I was begging God for mercy in my life I needed God to help me and then I saw a dream I saw Jesus sitting on a mountain a rock and I was sitting down on the floor crisscross applesauce style I was sitting down crossed my leg like this and I was with a book and I was writing whatever he said and he was saying things and I was writing them down and he was teaching me and he said that, what do I think the leaves on the tree in John 15 are? Since the fruit, right, Either, they said, the Bible says, I am the true vine and you are the branches. Any branch in me that beareth not fruit, he pruneth, right? So the branch, the most important thing you have to bear is fruit. But there will be leaves on the branch, right? Because God pruned those leaves, right? And pruning, pruning leaves means cutting up those leaves. So any branch that beareth fruit. So if you bear fruit, God will prune your leaves. Yeah? Prune your leaves to so that you can bear much more fruit. Can you imagine that? So God told me that leaves are answered prayers. Leaves are answered prayers. Prayers, miracles in your life. As a Christian, as you continue to bear more fruit and begin to, you begin, you begin to um, walk in the Spirit. You have a godly character. You show love, peace, your patience, your meek. You're bearing fruit. In order for you to bear much fruit, God will reduce the answered prayers from your life. You pray, 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 are you be waiting on God. This will build more fruit, like, temp- um, like patience in you. You'll be patient and wait on God and have faith in God. When you wait on God for something that you have been requesting for a long time, God usually does that to his children to make them bear much fruit. So when he removes those leaves, those answered prayers, And you'll be like, God, I'm your child. Answer my prayer. So God was trying to tell me that thing at that point in time when I was going through terrible physical setback in my life. And God was trying to tell me that's the period he's pruning me so that I can be patient i can trust in him more i can be, uh, bear more fruit and it confirms it here that the the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nation so healing is one of the miracle answer prayer if you're asking if you have been sick some people will be sick for years and they're asking god for healing healing is a leave it's part of the leaves on the tree, so the leaves are for the healing of nations. Now, it makes me understand that these leaves could be the gifts of the spirit. When you have miracles, working miracles, breakthroughs, yeah, faith is a gift. Faith is both a gift and a fruit. So, these leaves are for healing of nations. So, this time, the leaves on this tree. For the healing of nations, and <clears throat> Revelation 22 3 says that, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Verse 4 says that, and they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their foreheads, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light. And we know we've talked about that before, and they shall reign forever and ever. So verse 6 says that, and he said unto me, These saints are faithful and true. So, the Bible is true, these saints are true, they will come to pass. And the Lord God of the Holy Prophet sent his angel to shew unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. So, God, Jesus was talking to John as well. Jesus sent his angels to talk to John, the angels with the bowl of wrath talking to John. Then so many angels talked to John while he was seeing all these visions from Revelation chapter 1 to 22. He started with Jesus talking to John about the churches, the seven churches. Now Jesus is saying here that these things must surely come to pass. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the saints of the prophecy of this book. So understand the book of Revelation Keep the same, and you'll be blessed. So, verse 8 says, And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. No, don't do that, John. So, Revelation 2 2 says, Then said he, unto me see thou do it not for i am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren the prophets and of them which keep the saints of this book worship god and he said unto me seal not the saying of the prophecy of this book for the time is at hand and then john heard these words he that is unjust let him be unjust still he that is filthy, let him be filthy still and he that is righteous let him be righteous still and he that is holy let him be holy still so if you're a bad person if you're a sinner continue in your sins imagine jesus is saying that i've done all i i can do i have informed you about the truth about the world all these things are holy and true that's the truth jesus is the only way to escape the domination that is coming upon the world and he has tried his best to break them down and through his servants and even through this bible study which explains i believe everything in very easy to understand um explanations and I pray that God will open your eyes because no matter how much God has given us a revelation to explain it many people's eyes will still be deceived because the devil is the deceiver but I pray that God will open your eyes to see that these things are true and then after everything God has tried his best to explain to us what this world is about and what's gonna happen and how you shouldn't be deceived by the spirit of Babylon God is saying make your choice Pick a side. If you are filthy and unrighteous, continue. Pick that side and stay there very well. Don't be in the middle, especially the Christians. The Christians are victims of being in the middle. He that is righteous, continue to be righteous and holy. Continue to be holy. And 12 says, Jesus is saying here, Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. That's God and Jesus in Holy Spirit. Amen. So, blessed are they that do His commandments, that they may have the right to the tree of life. So, if you do God's commandments, if you obey God's commandments, and you take part in the first resurrection, the rapture, you will have the right to the tree of life. And that tree of life is what this contains the fruit of the spirit the 12th fruit of the spirit now as we've seen in revelations 22 verse 2 they are now going to be 12 and that's where the holy spirit comes in still staying with us jesus gonna receive the trinity doing their work through us working in us and perfecting us and so if you do his commands you would have the right to the tree of life and you enter In through the gates into the city revelations 22 verse 15 welcome Rhoda and thank you for joining the Bible study revelations 22 verse 15 says that for without that's outside this new Jerusalem which we Christians that have been raptured will be living outside the new Jerusalem are dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters And whoever loves it and make it a lie. Just small lie. If you tell lies, you will find yourself in the lake of fire. It's just so crazy that God hates sin, no matter how tiny it is. So if you love to tell lies, if you love to make lies, you are going to be outside in the lake of fire as we've seen Revelation twenty two sixteen says I Jesus have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride and morning star, and the spirit of the bride say come. And let him that hear it, if you're hearing, say, come, come, Lord Jesus. And let him that is thirsty, come. If you are thirsty, he's telling you to come now and drink of the water of life. Be born of water. And then you'll be born of the Spirit. And then you'll be born again. So he's calling us. This is an invitation that this is the end of the Bible. Revelations 22. Come and be born again. If you're thirsty, if you're tired of living this life without any help God is asking you to come and he will help you he says that let he who is thirsty come and whoever will let him take the water of life freely so this water of life is what Jesus has been emphasizing you need to be born of water it's different from water baptism is when you are born of water and born of the Spirit then you can show fruit that you saved, then you can go and show the whole world and be baptized but you need to drink the water of life the same water that Jesus gave the woman at the well you know so Jesus is calling you to take this water of life freely that's what you need to escape the wrath of God that's what you need to escape the lake of fire you need to be born again born of water of life and born of the Spirit of God and Revelation twenty two eighteen says So, if you have any question, if you're listening to me right now, you have any question, please type it in chat and I would answer. Um, So, it says here, Revelation 22 18, and I testify unto every man that heareth the word of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the place that are written in this book. So, that's crazy. And you must not add to the Bible. And 19 says, and if any man shall take away the words of the book take away from the words of the book of this prophecy God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book we know the holy city Jerusalem the new Jerusalem not the old Jerusalem the new Jerusalem with the Saints will be anybody that takes away from this book of the Bible will not be part of that reward the new Jerusalem that comes down from the new heaven which we will live in so I hope you can hear me so verse 20 revelations twenty two twenty says that he which testified this thing said surely I come quickly Jesus is coming quickly and amen even so come Lord Jesus the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all Amen. so that is thank you Rhoda that is um that is the end of our bible study we have been studying the book of revelations and we are done with it right now and i just want us to come to god right now i don't know if you are a christian or i don't know if you have been a christian all your life or you're just trying to think about what it means to be a christian or you're even tired of being a christian maybe because Christians have failed you or churches are taking your money and stealing your money and taking your tithe and offering <coughs> and you don't believe in the pastor because this and that the truth is that Jesus is what you should focus on there are so many dogs out there that are trying to benefit from Jesus Christ but Jesus and the word of God which you should read by yourself for yourself Is what you should focus on and Jesus has told us that I've tried my best to explain to you why I created this earth what the devil did to scatter all the things that God created and how you can escape the punishment that is coming on this earth and the devil which is the final destination is the lake of fire how can you escape it God said drink the water of life that's be born again how can you be born again Ask god for this water of life you have to be born of water and the spirit of god john chapter 3 verse 3 to 5. born of water and the spirit of god so i have a question for you are you born of water are you born of the spirit of god how do you know you're born of water how do you know you are born of the spirit of god this is how you will know so when um so how do we know there's a question here how do we know when someone is adding to or removing from the word of god so this is not this is not for you to know whether somebody is adding to or removing from the word of god it is a warning for those people that are adding to and removing from the word of god so anybody that is adding to the word of god this is a warning for them the people that are removing from the word of god this is a warning for them another answer to that question is the word of god if you have the holy spirit you would know if someone is adding and removing from the word of god so the holy spirit is the spirit that will teach us all things right the holy spirit is the spirit that will teach us all things so when you read your bible and a pastor is coming and telling you stuff That is not in the Word of God you either ask them where is that in the Bible right if someone is coming to you and telling you to do some extra things to gain the kingdom of God to go and empty your bank account to gain the kingdom of God you ask the person where is it in the Bible if the person says thus said the Lord that is adding to what God has said the Holy Spirit in you will discern right And there are other kind of Bibles that have other books of the Bible. If you have the Holy Spirit in you, you would know if this is part of the Word of God. The Holy Spirit would teach you all things. So you need to even be born again, first of all, to know. You cannot just know um, just randomly. An unbeliever cannot know. So all those people that are going around and claiming that this is the original Bible, this is not the original Bible, they don't know anything. The only way you know the spiritual things is by being a Christian and born again. Do you do you get it? So the only way you know that is by being born again. So, as I was saying before, how are you? How can you be born again? I hope I answered your question, Rhoda. The Holy Spirit is um, our teacher, he's the one that will tell us that that book is not part of the word of God, he's the one that will tell us that, and he is real. And he is quiet, he doesn't really talk too much. So if you want to know him, you have to ask him so many times, reveal yourself to me. Oh God, have mercy and speak to me. He doesn't just talk anyhow, he is special. He just the Holy Spirit, God Jesus, only runs to the people that are seeking him with all their hearts when they want him more than anything else. You know, you can come to God and say, Lord, I want to know you. Show me yourself. If you are real, show me. He might not answer you if he doesn't want to answer you. He's the creator of the heavens and the earth. He's God. He's almighty God. He can squish the earth if he wants to. And he can do whatever he likes. So he's not obligated to answer us. That's how great he is. But he actually loves to answer us. He loves to speak with us. He loves to talk with us. So anytime, if you want to come to God, if you need his help, you need to humble yourself you need to ask him begging for his help and the truth is that is beneficial so when you see somebody begging you to come and make money you know that the person wants to dupe you because if someone wants to wants to give you something good he won't beg you for it right if you if you gold is not going to say yeah I yeah, am come and get gold anything that Is advertising itself wants to cheat you actually so God is not begging anybody to come to him right he's he he knows that when he helps you when he helps you he has helped you and you will be helped you would gain the kingdom of God you escape the lake of fire so he's not actually begging begging you you are the ones that should be begging God and looking for God and seeking God and asking for God to escape oppression to escape Satan to escape bondage of sin guilt you should be looking for God and asking God you created these heavens and the earth reveal yourself to me so let me go back to how to be born again as I've said many times on this channel how can you be born again how can you be born of water when adam and eve sinned against god when they disobeyed god disobedience as i said before is sin so whatever god says when you see when you just do the opposite you have sinned against god so disobedience to what god has said both in his word and a direct instruction from his spirit when he tells you to do something when you just disobeyed that's a sin against god so when adam Adam and eve sinned against god they disobeyed god they partook the they died right so when god said the day they eat the fruit that's the day they disobey him they would die the the new man in them that water in them actually died but devil deceived them then the devil said you shall not surely die because devil knew that they won't die physically but the new man the jesus in them will die but he deceived them in that way telling them that you shall not die you shall not surely die whereas they actually died immediately they took the fruit they became naked and they the new man in them died and then the old man was giving to them the old man, which is the man that loves to disobey God. And right from that time, all their offsprings, including you and I, we inherited the old man from Adam and Eve. We love to sin, no matter how. Even if it's a small child that just was giving birth to today, we love sin, we love to disobey God, we love to do opposite of what God has asked us to do and who would deliver us from this state that we are god started by giving them rules and regulations and helping them out forgiving them so that he wouldn't destroy them because god hates sin in the olden days god told them to sacrifice lambs and animals to atone for their sins and he gave them the 10 commandments and a lot of bunch of rules just to help their life help the life of a particular set of people those are the israelites And it didn't work out you know God actually is not like God did not know that it wouldn't work out God passed that route for us that are after Jesus to understand the the importance of Jesus because if we didn't if if, if we did not know what Jesus has come to do we would not value him so instead of those rules and regulations, the Holy Spirit and Jesus will come and help us to please God will help us to do all those things even in a better way so that is what God has if we without those rules we would not know what we were supposed to do and without that method failing we would not know that Jesus's method a sacrifice on the cross is so important to us and that's why God passed that route as first God knows everything, but he decided to pass that route. That did not work. Killing rams and goats, which is a shadow of the lamb, which is Jesus, did not work. And then everything in the Old Testament is a shadow of things to come. If when God was blessing his people, it stands for spiritual blessing in the New Testament. So everything physical you see as they physically killed the ram, Jesus was spiritually sacrificed for our sins so all the physical things you see God doing for the Israelites in the Old Testament relates to spiritual things in the New Testament so we have this situation where Jesus has now come to die for our sins and he has been crucified for us and Jesus said in his word that the old man and all the ordinances so far you come to me and i give you this water of life i will nail this old man in you to the cross so in order for you to be born again you need to come to god and ask him to nail that old man in you to the cross it's written in the bible your old man has to be nailed to the cross that man has to die then jesus will give you the water of life like he gave to the woman by the well and like he's calling us to come and drink freely if you are thirsty come and drink from the water of life and he told Nicodemus as well in John chapter 3 verse 3 to 5 that if you you need to be born of water this new life needs to be giving birth into you like a newborn baby so the old life needs to be killed and crucified God has to now give birth that's born of water give birth to the water of life in you now when you keep reading the word of god psalms chapter 1 he that continues to meditate on the word of god shall be like a tree planted by the river of water it will look like you're drinking more and more of this water as you keep reading the word of god every day so when they tell you christian you've given your life to jesus christ you say this you said the salvation prayer jesus coming to my heart when they tell you to read the bible they are just telling you to drink more and more of this water of life because you need it to flow out of you when when something is so full it then it starts pouring out you need it to flow out of you and when it gets to that level of ha- when it's when you've drunk a lot of the word word of god the word of life then the holy spirit is being born in you and that is why the bible says that out of his belly shall flow out rivers of living water and so when it starts flowing out it means the Holy Spirit has been activated in you and the, you start to bear fruit and it comes out of you like a fountain the Bible is perfect so Psalms one also said that he shall start bearing fruit so how do you know you are born of water and of the Spirit you will start exhibiting the fruit of the spirit the nine fruits love joy peace patience gentleness goodness meekness temperance and faith you will have this fruit coming out of you out of you like a fountain that is how you know you are born of the spirit so if you bust out with anger bust if you're always anxious depressed sad you are not bearing fruit you need to be born again you need to be born again you need to be born of water and then you need to read the word of god so much and then the Holy Spirit will activate this water of life, flow out like a fountain, and you'll bear fruit of the Spirit. And then you continue growing in Christ. That is what it means to be born again. So if you are here right now and you're hearing my voice, and you don't have all these things in you, you are not bearing the fruit of the Spirit. Then you are not born again. If you're here, you're hearing my voice. I would like you to ask God today to nail your old man to the cross. If you love to commit sin, if you can't stop yourself. You just keep doing it when people are not around what you do alone you watch bad movies porn masturbate do all these sins tell lies if you are wicked you are sexually immoral all these evil sins those are the things that the old man loves if you figure out that you love those things then you're not yet born again even if you have been going to church all your life you not yet born again. I was going to church all my life until I was 17. And I discovered that I was not born again because I was still committing sin. I still loved sin. And God saved me on that day. And I am so happy that I have been saved. And it's great because you hate sin when God nails that old man to the cross. The old man that loves sin. When you he nails it to the cross and gives you this new life, this water of life, you will so hate sin and you only love to do what God has said you should do. Only. So ask God, say God nail my old man to the cross nail this old man that ate sins across. i confess my sins today i don't want to sin against you anymore lord forgive me my sins lord i don't want to sin against you anymore i don't want to disobey your voice i don't want to perish with the devil in the lake of fire say lord have mercy on me O god and save me right now forgive me my sins and wash me clean with your blood god and nail this old man to the cross once and for all so that i will hate sin. I will hate sin today in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus name. I also want you to invite the water of life into your life. That is baby Jesus. So when ask Jesus to give birth to this water of life. Say God, give birth to this water of life in me. This life that Adam and Eve lost on that day. This life that died in them. Give birth to it again in me help me to be born of water give birth to the water of life in me this life that loves righteousness and help me to read your word day and night and meditate on your word day and night so that this water will become a fountain it will be overflowing in the name of jesus christ so that this water will not die again because it can die Lord, give birth to this new water in me and help me to read your word and help me to love righteousness and hate iniquity in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, give birth to the water of life in me. I thank you because you would do this in Jesus name. Amen. Now ask for the Holy Spirit. See, Holy Spirit, be born in me. Jesus, give birth to Holy Spirit in me so that I will begin to bear fruit to the fruit of the spirit. The nine fruit of the Spirit, and if you will, give me some of the gifts of the Spirit. But the fruit is the first and most important. Lord, give me your fruit. Help me to have this fruit of the Spirit, Lord, so that I can be a born again child of God, so that I can take part in the first resurrection, which is a rapture, so that I can gain your kingdom, O God. Even before then, so that I can live like Jesus on this earth and have enjoy peace lord and joy and so that you can take care of me like a child so that you can call me your son and daughter lord please help me i ask in jesus name in jesus mighty name we pray amen so if you've said those those prayers i assure you that you have initiated a communication with god and I pray that God will have mercy upon you and look at your heart and see that you are sincere because when you say this prayer He looks at you and says mm, Does she really love To do does she really desire to leave that sin or does she still enjoy her sins? Does he still enjoy that sin and when God sees your heart and sees that you are not sincere He just doesn't do anything and even if you have said the prayer Nothing would happen, but when he, Jesus and God when they see your heart and he sees your heart and sees that you are sincere you really don't want to be a slave to sin you don't like being under the the bondage of Satan then he will nail that old man to the cross and he will give you the water of life and he would make you love to read the Word of God and spend time in the Word of God and he will give you his Holy Spirit and then he will give you the fruit of the Spirit you begin to bust out and you will be saved he will keep you till the end in jesus name amen so that is it that is how to be um, a child of god do you have any questions if you don't have any questions i want to pray for you and end the bible study uh, on the book of revelation amen amen god is great he has been faithful and I'm, I'm, i'm grateful and i'm excited Said, better is the ending of a thing than the beginning thereof. We started studying Revelation chapter 1 and it was interesting. And God has led us to the last chapter. So, no questions. Thank God for everything. And I believe that you are blessed and I believe that you are born again. So, let's pray. Everlasting Father, I thank you for my sister that has joined, or my brother, Rhoda, that has joined this Bible study. I thank you for um, how you have led them here. Thank you for your mercies and your grace how you have been with us telling us what will happen at the end time and telling us who will be found in heaven and who will not and warning us against sexual immorality lying warning us against the love of luxury things lord and telling us to come and drink of the water of life because we need to be born of water, we need to nail the old man to the cross, we need the new man in us. You're calling us, even in the last chapter of Revelation, to come and drink of the water of life. That is only the, that's the only way we can escape the lake of fire. Come and drink of this water of life, Lord. We have come, God, we have come and we are asking that you give us a drink out of this water of life and help us to drink till we are over. Lord and bust out with your fruits of the Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ help this to be our portion in Jesus name I ask that you would keep everyone safe oh God everyone that has come to you God let them not be snatched out of your hands Lord keep us safe oh God as we go about our daily activities oh God help us not to fall help us to overcome sin and temptation all the habits that the old man has taught us From when we were younger, all the little habits that we have learned from Him, and even when we are born again, we still have these habits trying to come out of us. Even according to Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, help us to kill these habits, Lord. Even as we read your word and we see that we see some habits that we still do, and we don't know that those are sins against you. Lord, help us to kill those habits, O God. Help us to modify those habits as you shine your light into our hearts, O God, and show us the things that we do that are not pleasing to you, God. Help us to turn our backs against them and hate them, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. As we go on our daily journey, O God, as we grow old, if it's your will for us to die before the rapture, Lord, help us to die in Christ and be, and be found in your presence in the name of Jesus Christ. And if it's your will for us to experience the rapture, oh God, help us to overcome that period of tribulation that comes right before the rapture. The period where the man of sin will be revealed. The period where the antichrist and the false prophet will come and deceive the world. The period where they will be given the mark of the beast, to oh God. Help us to say no. Even though it will cost us our lives, O oh God. Even though it might make us not to have food and water. And will suffer of hunger and starvation, O oh God. Help us to stand for you. And overcome. Help us to... Be patient, O oh God, and endure to the end and help us to be saved and raptured and be delivered from the hands of the Antichrist in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you, Lord, for your word that has made it so clear on how these things will happen, O oh God. I ask that your people will understand your word, O oh God, and follow your word and read the word by themselves, O oh God, and understand it to the glory of your name in Jesus' name. I pray that you will help us, O oh God, to be found in your kingdom. We i pray that you will meet everyone listening at the point of their needs oh god the ones that are sick i ask that you heal the ones that are in bondage that you set free the ones that are waiting for you for a miracle god that you miraculously bless them and visit them oh god and set them free from bondage of satan and give them your peace your joy your presence we are covered with the blood of jesus lord help all of us to be found in heaven at the end in jesus mighty name we pray amen i thank you for Joining this Bible study till I come your way next time. I don't know when, but the Holy Spirit will tell us when to come back online to start another Bible study or another thing. Um, till I come your way again, I would like you to stay blessed and stay in Christ. Read, continue to read your Bible every day and pray. So stay blessed. God bless you. Take care. Bye bye.